for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call-in line is 646 716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin'. Let's begin. Welcome everybody. Good to have you with us. It is Monday, August 23rd, the eve of my birthday turning 71. Hard to believe how time flies. That's one guy said, if I know I was going to live this long, I'd take a better care of myself. Actually, I'm doing pretty good. We're feeling great. Got my trainers working my butt up, but we're doing well. We're so thrilled to have you be a part of the podcast. This podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is designed and content is for mortgage professionals, but we do have a lot of other people listening to it. And we're so grateful to have you as our listener. Our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format. You can listen to anytime, anywhere. We're excited about today's hot topic. We've got Faith Howard Mooney. Vice President Member Engagement with a Mortgage Collaborative is going to be talking to us. We always do pre-calls when we have people on for the first time. And I enjoyed this conversation with Faith. Her energy, her excitement, her enthusiasm for what's going on at TMC, the Mortgage Collaborative, is infectious. So we're going to be talking in the Hot Topic segment, the power of the network. Who does TMC support and their current growth and some of the things going on there? A lot of really exciting things that they have going on. So stay tuned for the Hot Topic. We're a part of the Industry Syndicate. Please be a part of it. Check out all the podcasts at industrysyndicate.com. Also say a thank you to our sponsors, the Mortgage Bankers Association of America, Finastra's Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution and Digital Efficiency Document Prep technology that they use for receiving managing, storing, retrieving, delivering loan files in electronic documents that are completely paperless environment. Also, Lenders One, we were just last week at the Lenders One Summit, and it went really well. So good to get together with so many of our friends there at the Lenders One Summit. It was a very successful engagement. They're doing really well, and we're thrilled to be part of both of the co-ops. The focus of the co-op today is TMC, the Mortgage Collaborative, and we're proud to be part of both of them. And they're a nice complement to each other. We're members of both of them. A number of our clients are members of both of them. So you should be members, of course, in the MBA. That's number one. Be a member of each one or the other of the co-op or, like many, saying there's so much value in both, member of both. So check them out, as well as the Community Mortgage Lenders of America. Glad to have them as a sponsor. Also, Accelerate. So thrilled to have Josh Friend and the team there at Accelerate, helping lenders close more loans through engaging better through borrowers and prospects. I've referred more people over to Josh, and they keep going, that guy is so smart when it comes to Consumer Direct. And it's more than just Consumer Direct. It's any engagement. I see it as Consumer Direct, but he quickly reminds me, Dave, it's a lot more. It's any our engagement. How he does that is really, really cool. Also, Knowledge Cube, our good friend Ken Perry in their learning management system, as well as Mobility MMI with their mortgage market intelligence, helping you find the top recruit top LOs, as well as Modex, which makes recruiting easy and transparent, both Modex and Mobility MMI, do a great job of not only looking for LOs, but also looking at where the action is, which realtors are selling what in your market. It's a great tool. And these are both great tools. And again, like TMC and Lenders One, we have a lot of our lenders saying, there's a nice compliment to these two. So we have both of them. We're thrilled to have both of them as sponsors. Also, I want to say a special thank you to Rob, Les, Alice, Allen, and Matt. And then, of course, we just are grateful that you, our listeners, are sharing this podcast. We're, uh, and you say that we're the number one podcast. We're just thrilled to have you. However we rank, we care about not that as much as 
providing great content. Welcome to the Hot Topic segment of the Lick It Unlending podcast. It is just amazing how fast this summer is going. And uh, last week, we had uh, some vacation going on. We had some travel. And it's good to be back with you all. And we're really excited to have Faith Howard Mooney here with us of the Mortgage Collaborative. She is Vice President of Member Engagement. And Faith does a great job of really being an amazing evangelist for what is happening at the Mortgage Collaborative. Faith, it is so good to have you with us. Appreciate you taking time. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you having me. You bet. And I enjoyed our conference call last week when we were talking and preparing for this because you represent with so much enthusiasm and excitement, all that is going on with TMC. So we're going to get into that in just a minute. But for those that may not know you, just a little insights and a little bit of your background so people get to know Faith Howard Mooney. Yes, of course. Well, I started out in the industry, believe it or not, in 1988 for a company that, you know, that was a Midwestern company called Norwest. And that was where my banking career started. But spent the bulk of my career really in two separate segments, the appraisal industry and in outsourcing prior to coming to TMC. And like many of us, I think, in the mortgage industry, I kind of let my career naturally happen. Don't know as I would recommend that to someone younger coming in, but did learn over the years that started thinking about three years ago, honestly, about what am I doing, what makes me happy, and evaluating where I really wanted to be. And found that I was looking for a really specific culture in our industry, one that where you are valued, your people like each other, and get a lot done all at the same time. And that's kind of how I ended up at TMC. And while you can tell you're happy there because of how you talk about it, and I can't wait to share with our listening audience what's going on. Let's get started by talking about all the exciting things that are going on there. But I want to start off by talking about the one that I thought was so innovative and is I'm getting so much feedback from so many of the members, and that is Collaborative Labs, CoLabs. Let's talk a little bit about the CoLab. Yeah. So as with many things that we have implemented within TMC, the CoLab Labs were something that was an idea of several of our lender members who found themselves at conference kind of standing off together, always talking about their business in great detail. And after having done that at a couple of conferences, they're like, why don't we do this more often? That's kind of how the idea came into being. And what they are is they're groups of five to 10 lender members. They either meet typically in person in the past, but this last year we did rounds of virtual collab labs to discuss their business in great detail. Typically, the lender members are similar in scope and size, but don't meet with each other, sign an NDA, they compare metrics of their organization, and really look to find the best practices and ways to make each other stronger together. Yeah, I love the concept and how you match them up. And I mean, before we got tangled up in the COVID mess, they were actually on site. It was usually hosted by someone. I'm hopefully we can get back to those. Really interested to hear, have able to accomplish the same thing with them being virtual? You know, it's a little bit different when they're virtual. Of course, just like anything else, we broke them out into typically our collab labs or a day-long event and with a recap half day with all of the collab lab groups the next morning. Obviously, that's not something that you can do as well virtually. So we broke them down into two four-hour segments over the course of a month and got everybody together. Not 
play fame, but did allow to have other people involved in that conversation as well from your organization if you wanted to, somebody right. that wouldn't normally be on site. So find well, ways that, to that, make it work. Yeah, so it was a little more inclusive of other people within the organization because you didn't have to travel to be there. So that's one of the benefits of it. Another thing that you have going on that I learned about last week when you and I spoke was the 10 working groups. First of all, talk about 10 of them. And if you could pick out a couple of stories or things that have really come out of these 10 working groups. So what are the 10 working groups? And give us an overview of each one of them. Yeah, so started out, really kind of took off and um, we can think of all the bad things that the pandemic caused to happen. This was one of the really good things that kind mm -hmm. of launched out of the pandemic and people maybe feeling a little bit isolated within their organizations. But general concept of what they are, people in like roles in an organization, and it provides a networking opportunity, an opportunity to discuss things that specifically impact their role in a working group of other people just like them. There are nine formal ones and one that we think will become a working group soon that's meeting monthly, but they are our operational excellence working group. That's one to all get together and talk about anything related to process, vendor utilization, anything and everything operational. For our secondary folks, we have our capital markets working group, our community first working group, our servicing working group, which of course has become more important now that people are finding themselves probably servicing more than they have in the past because of this last year. We have an HR working group that we've heard is the only working group for HR professionals in the mortgage industry that exists out there. Last month, we launched our CFO working group where they talk all kinds of things related to financials and strategies related to the financial piece, as well as our technology. And those are all closed and just only open to our lender members. The women's networking group and marketing group are our final formal working groups that we have at this point. They're open to our preferred partners within our network, as well as our lender members. So the women's networking group is just a great place for the women of the network to get together, share ideas, help promote each other within the mortgage industry. And our marketing working group, just what it sounds like is sharing ideas related to how to market yourself. And our preferred partners do a lot of that in their sales efforts. So they've been able to join those conversations and assist our lender members in finding new ways to think about marketing. And then the last group that isn't formally launched as a working group yet, but I think it will be, we do have a group of our that deal with their LOS. So it's an LOS user group that they have been meeting monthly to talk about all things related to fine-tuning your process within your LOS. There's so much need for that because we're looking at the amount of time we're in working with a company. Oftentimes, we look at how inefficiently their LOS is set up. And so that's a really good one. You know, anytime you have the opportunity to discover things that your system can do that others have figured out how to make it do and you are unaware of it, yeah. that's and brings such a value, just that one. Talk about one of the ones on the capital markets. I'm sure, do you have any examples like capital markets or marketing or I love the operational excellence ones? Is there any one of those that you can tell us a couple stories with that have come out of that? I sure can. So especially with our capital markets, obviously, I would say it was first of March, I guess, March, April of this last year, we all know what happened in the industry and, you know, the volatility for three weeks there where the days were a little crazy. So we kind of 
pivoted a little bit and went away from our normal monthly meeting with that group of people. And we scheduled a daily meeting at the end of the business day with all of the people from that group. And they talked through what had happened that day, how they as a company were dealing with it, providers in some instances that are used in the capital market space. And ended up at the end of that, they kind of called it their daily free therapy. We needed therapy back then. And so that is like the general overall environment really for all of the working groups. I think the other one that probably had some of the largest impact, obviously our industry pumped a lot of volume through it this year. And so our ops staff, you know, with limited resources for hiring new people and bringing new people in at that point became pretty stretched. And so that group of people has been very consistently getting together monthly during the last year, year and a half, and just sharing best practices and finding, I think, that in the mortgage industry, when you're working remote and you're not going into an office, that feeling of isolation, just being by yourself and, you know, working really hard this last year, it provided them a network of people that they may not have otherwise met if they were in their office, entrenched in their business that they could tap into. Oh, that's a great point. Can you give us any examples of some suggestions that have come out of that? Yeah. I mean, so one of the really big topics, it was interesting in hearing Alan talk and he talked about BI tools and AI, similar mm-hmm. type of conversation conversations, but maybe map down to more of the logistical. How do you use RPA or develop a bot within mm-hmm. your organization and where to start doing that? How do you do it? We service within TMC lender members, some that definitely are larger and have more advanced technology than others. And they've been able to share with others that maybe hadn't started down that path yet, how to get going and using some of those types of services and even where to go to find them. Who do you use is a big topic of conversation. I don't know about you, but anytime I use a new technology to hear and be able to talk to someone who has, you know, used it and they they helped me through some of the stumbling blocks. I mean, you look back on it, that was pretty basic, but it really was helpful to get past and accelerate to get the results that you wanted. I was going to say it's a great point because that's the other thing that these groups do is, you know, if they've used somebody and had success, they will share that information. If they use somebody and haven't had success, they will share that information. So many times they operate almost a resource or a reference for each other. Was the implementation what you thought it was going to be? How did it go? Are there other questions that you now know that you should have or would have asked in the upfront part of the process? So some of that kind of behind the scenes information from somebody that has lived through implementing a new technology. Alan, you can jump in and comment on that. You know how helpful it is when you have someone that's kind of been there, has a been there, done it t-shirt, so to speak. Any comments? Well, I mean, just the social collaboration of everything the Mortgage Collaborative represents, you know, socially what you get out of that, whether you're a lender trying to build your own technology, build bots, understand where to start, how to better manage finances, everything, you're the peer group and the benchmarking that you get from that is just, there's nothing like it. And we really are out there to help each other. The competition makes people even friendlier, I think. Would you suggest that there's any one like really big, impactful type of statement that you could make about some of the most recent things that the collaborative has been doing for its members? Sure. It's obviously collaborative is part of our name. So whether it be the working groups and collaborating, the collab lab, we have TMC Connect sessions, which is our educational platform that has become more 
more important than ever as new people are bringing fresh talent into the industry. Every day we talk about it is from how do we make our lender members stronger together. One of the things you're doing is getting the women together, which is uh, something that's near and dear. Alice's heart, my heart. I love how Alice at the MBA yep. event is so involved in the Empower event and uh, Empower, which Marsha Davies started. You have something similar. Talk about that, and then I want to get Alice's commentary. Yeah, so about every couple of months, we get together virtually. Right, it's been this last year. We always have a session where the women get together at our in-person events. So we will have one coming up here in September. And we really usually typically have a topic of conversation that is interesting to the women within our network. We do typically have several of our lender members be discussion leaders or involved kind of um, directing the conversation. And then it just becomes a large open discussion amongst the group. Normally, somewhere between 80 and 100 women within the network join those conversations. Great group of women. A lot of them sure for younger women coming into the network. So it's just a really great group of people to run things by. Alice, I love how Bill and the team there have supported Empower. Alice, your comments. Well, we've really done a lot on our own. We have a diversity inclusion officer and have lots around that, different employee resource groups. I, I love this space, what you're all uh, pulling together. So just for my clarification and maybe for some listeners on the line, our company would need to be a member, but we then could have anyone from the company participate in these events. And I think that's kind of what I heard you say. For folks who wouldn't have flown into the event, they may be able to participate yes. in some of these collabs. Yes. So it just kind of depends. Our working group's the same, but anybody can participate from your company. So that is one of the the great things you can get additional people within your organization involved in those and help them build their network in the manner that they want to. And a lot of the people that participate in our TMC Connect educational sessions and in our working group sessions are people that don't have an opportunity necessarily to go to a lot of conferences throughout the year. So it provides them a spot to gain knowledge and meet other people all at the same time. And I just love the topics that you have. I think with the group that you mentioned, you really touch on everything, right? So, I mean, I can sit here and go, okay, I want to be in that one, that one, and <laughs> right. And I like the fact that these have been virtual, which I would think would bring more people. So we got some questions coming in for listeners, Faith. One of them is, how your CFO working group, which is one of the 10 working groups, of that group, do you publish and compare key financial metrics? Is that something that people get into and uh, talking about them? Is that something that you're publishing? That group is so new that we have not had the opportunity to do that yet. They have met twice. So it is a relatively new networking group. I do envision that happening. They talk about things related financially, but at this point, it's too new that we haven't shared those metrics. However, within TMC, we do have our TMC benchmarking tool that does compare about 50 right. KPI that would do that. Yeah, that's right. Very good. You do have benchmarking and it's with the members. And so another valuable resource to the TMC members. You're also doing something new that I'm very excited about. And as you have a biannual survey called the Pulse of the Industry Survey. Tell us about yeah. the survey. Love, love, love surveys for so, intelligence. Yeah. 
also in May of this year, we went out to about 600 key leaders from our lender member network, surveyed them. We're doing this twice a year and wanted to know the most important thing to them in 2021. And so we came back with six items that were really for our lender members. And the one was retention of existing staff. So Somewhat a surprise that it was rated as number one. Not a surprise, but I think that it's somewhere in that top 10. But with everybody being able to be remote at this point in our industry and some companies going to 100% remote, people Mm -hmm. can have more opportunities to have different employers than what they have had in the past. So number two in that survey was enhancing the customer experience as a point of sale. So people listening to how are they going to attract their new business. For those of us that have been in for a long period of time, you know that at some point in time, that shift is something different. And so they're looking for easier ways for their customers to interface with them and be more efficient on their side at the same time as making it easier for their consumers. Yeah. You're willing to share the survey with our listeners. I'm so excited about that. We'll have a link to it, listeners, where you can be able to go in and go through this survey. Thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, not a problem. The third one, that the one that came in kind of in a third spot in our organization is one that we've already talked about a little bit today and one that's maybe not as surprising is scaling and modernizing your manufacturing process for loans. I think that people, they learn nothing else during the last year and a half. They learned that we need to find ways to do more with less staff or the staff. So finding ways that, you know, processes that people are kind of like what we call stare and glare that can find other ways, whether it be a bot Mm -hmm. um, to do them and make your people more subject matter experts rather than having them do those mundane tasks in your process. Yeah, I think that's Um, a really good point is I think the focus when you look at automation, when you look at bots, a lot of people say, my job is being eliminated. No, it is really that we're allowing you to be more valuable because you're able to do so much more. So it's scaling each individual as well as scaling the business. I think that's one of the things. We've got a piece of technology that we're putting in helping get installed with a number of clients. And I won't mention the name of the technology because I'm stating the fear of that. And the fear is, well, this is going to eliminate my job if we cooperate with the owners of the company who are wanting to install this. So there's all these thoughts at times where our roadblocks being put up because of this. And we're finding in some cases there is sublimably some resistance and therefore <laughs> have a concern that it's what yeah. we're doing is going to eliminate the job. And so what I'd love to get your perspective well, on it. Yeah, that is totally kind of what does happen. And it is, it's, that's a great story that came out of our operational working group is how do you implement bots and have people be comfortable with what they are doing? And so you name them, you give them a personality some tips and tricks related to how to do that. One of our lender members had the ability in their disclosure desk to, when they implemented a bot to send out disclosures, they actually promoted two of the people that were at the disclosure desk into a job where they're earning more income doing disclosures. And so it provided a promotional opportunity for two individuals within their organization by getting rid of some of those mundane tasks. Yeah, I think there's so many, so many great examples of it. I love the collabs. I love the working groups. And I love the thought of a survey because it is being able to provide us great insights. But there's nothing 
like coming together and you have a conference coming up as well as some other events planned. Tell us about that as we wrap up the podcast. We do. We are so excited. I think it's every conversation that we have with people ends up saying, I can't wait to see you because we are so excited that our TMC 2021 Reunited Conference is being held at Tyrannia Resort, south Great. of Los Angeles on September 8th to 21st. Fantastic location, obviously, right off the water. But the thing that we're most excited about is to be back together with our lender members and preferred partners, for sure. That is the biggest benefit of it. Yes, we're all so excited to get back together. And we'll be there. We'll have our company represented there. And we're so pleased to be part of and members of TMC. And an excellent job in seeing the excitement and enthusiasm as lender members and vendor members get together. It's always fun. Anything else on the docket? Are you guys going to have any open houses at the MBA annual? We are planning that. Yes, we are. We are going to be having events at the MBA annual as well as meetings with people at MBA annual. And then the thing that we did this last year and we're going to do it again this year to kind of wrap up our year with our lender members is we are going to be having a virtual event called the 12 Days of TMC. It's from Love November 30th to December 17th. There'll be a few Great. little Christmas shenanigans in there. It's some fun while we have our virtual event. But it's yeah. an event that we have found that we can host because it is virtually. It is open with a whole damn company registration to all people within an organization. So it is an easy way to allow your team members, our lender members, to attend a conference. And we had a lot of fun with it last year. I know we will do the same this year. Faith, thank you so much. I I love the concept of uh, that, what you were just talking about, the 12 days, and that'll be interesting. How can people learn more? Go to the website, I'm assuming? They can. They can go to the website or they can reach out either to myself or Rich Zorbinski if they want to talk about any and everything TMC related. We would love to do that with anybody who has interest. Very, very good. Well, we'll be posting the survey in our show show notes listeners as well as links so you can get a hold of faith as well as uh, log into all that's going on with the TMC. Urge you to check it out. We're proud members of the TMC. We're sponsors of what they are doing as a podcast and very excited to be a part of it as a consulting firm as well. Faith, thanks so much for joining us here all the way from up oh, north. It was my pleasure. Yeah, my up north where it's 90 today. <laughs> Upwards of 90. <laughs> well, I think we, we've got the hot weather back here in Texas, so you're up there in the Minnesota area, so it's good where I grew up. Thank you so much for being with us. Say greet everyone. See, greet Rich and the whole team there. Great group of people. I love the culture that they've created there and how you guys have come together as a team. It really is fun. And I got to give a shout out to Gabby, your head of marketing there. You're <laughs> one. She is amazing what she's doing. She is amazing, as is the rest of our team. We really do have a good crew. Got a great team, yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Next week, we're going to have Stephen Cooley joining us, Art versus Math Company, and he is going to be talking about marketing business intelligence. I talked to him. I recorded this interview last week, and there's a lot of wisdom in Stephen. I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, Finastra, CMLA, Community Mortgage Lenders, as well as Lenders One, TMC, 
We're so grateful for all of these partners, as well as Mobility MMI, Modex. There's so many others. Take a look at our sponsorship page, and we're grateful to have you. We got some new ones. Snapdocs is coming on, going to be a partner with us and uh, a sponsor. So I'm excited about the upcoming sponsors that are joining the list of sponsors we already have. Have a great week, everybody. Be sure to check out the podcast website. Forward to having you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.